Okay, today's daf is Shabbos daf Chav. We are your test. I'm gonna base the Mishnah. I thought I muted everyone. Here we go. So the Mishnah says like this: Ain't silent basar batzal So we're continuing the discussion of getting ready for Shabbos. So. The earlier Mishnah spoke about taking a haircut. That was, you know, just a typical mincha. And then we started figuring out the halachas I have to be concerned about already on Friday. Before Shabbos starts, what am I allowed to do on Friday that might uh, affect my keeping of Shabbos? So last Mishnah we discussed, Machlekes Shammai and Hillel regarding Shvisas Kalim. Do I have to make sure my washing machine is uh, finished? It's processed prior to Shabbos. We said we passed in like this Hillel. There was no problem with Shvisas Kalim. The only exception the Gemara mentioned uh, two exceptions. One exception is if there's afsha milsa, there's a lot of noise, so then there will be an issue. We spoke about the, the Ramah. The Ramah says this is only uh, when people will assume you did a malacha on Shabbos, but otherwise it will be fine, and that's why you can have your alarm clock and you can still run your dryer, you know, an hour into Shabbos. That was one exception. The other exception, which was mentioned in yesterday's daf, and we're going to continue this theme in our Mishnah, is the concept of Shehiyah, of putting things on the fire prior to Shabbos that are that are not fully cooked. There's this gezerah, there's a concern, even according to Beis Hillel, of Shami Yechata Begecholim, perhaps someone's going to end up stoking the coals, and that's why we have our blechs today, and we're going to discuss that at length in Parakira, but this is a preview to that. So here goes the Mishnah. Ain't selling baser, but salu You cannot roast a uh, piece of meat, can grill a steak, uh, onion or baits or an egg, it must be fully cooked, fully roasted before Shabbos. If it's not fully roasted before Shabbos, so we have this concern that on, on, on Shabbos you're going to stoke the coals to get it ready for your Friday night meal. We spoke about if it's a Shabbos day meal, based on the Gemara, but we're talking about Friday night here. Next, you can't put your uh, pita in the oven right before it gets dark because it's not going to have enough time to finish baking. You can't put your cake on top of the coals. If the Paneha, the face, the Gemara is going to explain, is karmu. It already got crispy. While it was still Friday, so then in that situation you could uh, leave it on on Shabbos. The bottom of the bread has to get uh, dark. We'll see what that means. Next, so you can lower down the uh, carbon pesach betanor im in, the, in an oven, a tanner was this uh, oven that was that was narrow on the top and wide on the bottom. You could the carbon pesach was roasted whole, so you had it on a spit. Imagine your shawarma, and you would lower it into an oven, even right before Shabbos. Im The Gemara is going to ask, why are you not concerned of shemi So we're going to see the exception when it comes to carbon pesach. Next, umachizen esar b'meduras beisamayked. You're allowed to. Uh, light the fire or continue the fire in the room of the base hamikid. There was a Madura base hamikid. This is actually the first Mishnah in Masechta's Tamid. So if anyone's following my uh, my online movements, so I started the uh, Masechta's Tamid. Someone wants to finish, make a seam, erev Pesach, Bezda Hashem, we will finish. So the first Mishnah in Masechta's Tamid discusses. We're not going to do it now, but uh, discusses the uh, three places the Kahanim would, would stand guard, and one of them was the base Hamaikade, the place that was called the base Hamaikade. There was always a fire there to warm up, to warm up the Kahanim. So you're allowed to start that fire right before Shabbos. The Gemara is going to explain, Ubagavul, and outside the base Hamikdash, 
the only way you're allowed to have a fire burning, you know, through Shabbos is Kedisha Techez or Berubai, that most of the wood has had to have already caught fire before Shabbos. Otherwise, we're going to be concerned. You need this fire to keep you warm. And, and uh, it, it, didn't, uh, it, didn't get, it didn't get hot. I'm sorry, the, the fire is not, is not uh, totally, uh, you know, there. So you might start stoking the coals. So therefore, you cannot do it until you have most of the fire already caught, caught uh, most of the wood already caught fire. Rabbi Huda Amarita says, when it comes to charcoal, kol shu, he, uh, he obviously was using the match light charcoal. Once you put, your, uh, you put your candle on it, you, once you put your lighter on it, that's all you need before Shabbos, and it's going to burn on its own. Okay. So, the Gemara is going to explain the Mishnah. The Mishnah had said that you need to have, uh, it needs to be fully cooked, or you cannot roast an egg, I'm sorry, a, yeah, an egg, onion, or, or, uh, or buster, until it's roasted me by yam. So what, are you, uh, what level of cooking does it have to be? The kama, so the Gemara says how much roasting is necessary. So I'm Rabbi Laza, I'm a Rav. Rabbi Laza said in the name of Rav, Kedeshi me by yam. It has to be roasted while it was still Friday, Kemacha ben drusai like the food of Ben Drusai. So this is a common term. We're going to, to discuss this at length. Uh, Rashi says, Ben Drusai, who was Ben Drusai? Listim Haya, he was a thief. He was always on the run. He, uh, he barely slept. He had to cook his food quickly. So he would be always be eating a third cooked Food. Some of the some of the Rishonim say it's half cooked, but that's the level that he would eat it. So we're we're calling this that it's edible ayadant chak, and therefore one is allowed to leave his food on the fire as long as it's already even cooked. Machal ben So since I can already eat it, the svara would be that a person is not going to be machal Shabbos. You know, the only the only concern here is that a person is going to be so nervous that he's going to take his uh, his poker and he's going to stoke the coals because his steak is not ready yet. But if the steak is already nechal before Shabbos. So on Shabbos itself, we're not so concerned that he's going to stoke the coals. He'll, he'll, he'll have more patience because it's already most of the way cooked and he could get away with it, you know, in a pinch. So according to Belezer, I can't hear you. What about when you do chalant? Oh, when you do chalant. So the same thing would have to be a third cook. Now, many of the Poiskim Achornim discuss, we don't have time for this, this staff. Machlekes. Rashi says a shlish. I think the riff says a riff of the Rambam says a half. It's brought down in Simon uh, Rishon and Gimel, the opening opening sif right there. Brings down Machlekes. Rashi on the page says a shlish. Other Rishonim say half. So uh, when it comes to chalant, even bismanazem, many of the foods that we cook, a third cooked is not uh, is not really a third of time. We wouldn't call a third cooked. If you have a three hour recipe for a roast, after the first hour, you're not going to say, "Oh, it's a third cooked." It's not. The the last hour gets it from mostly rear to to uh, you know. If you leave it in every ten minutes, it's going to get much more percentage wise. It's going to get more cooked. But it's a discussion what exactly a third cooked is. I think we're going to save it for the uh, third parak to, to parakira to discuss those details. So, uh, but let's say chalant. Let's say chalant is, is ed- anything that's edible. I did chak would you would not have a problem of of shihia on on Shabbos. Meaning, Friday afternoon, I look at my chalant. Yeah, I could get away with it. It's not it's not terribly raw. So then, even if I do not have a blech and I'm not relying on any coolers of crockpots, then I can leave it on my fire because it's it's edible. I did chak. Next, 
So Rabbi Lazar Marav says, Kedeshi Yitzoli Mimboid Yom Kemacha Bender Isai. It's my Nami. We have a uh, similar Brisa. Amarav Asi Amarav Yechanan. Kol Shehu Kemacha Bender Isai. Anything that was cooked already, Kemacha Bender Isai. Ein Boy Mishum Bishuli Nachram. Meaning there's no longer an Isser of Bishul Nachram. What does this mean? So let's say. Here's an example. This is a, 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 it's out there, but it's, it's a very interesting uh, halacha discussion. For Ashkenazim, the way to, to do Bishul Yisrael is, uh, as long, according to the Ramah, as long as the Shomer Shab, as long as the Yid lit the fire, so even if a Nachri cooks on it, cooks using that grill, it's still called Bishul Yisrael. So in your classic Hashkacha for Ashkenazim, the Mashiach has to turn on the fire. Turn on the fire, everything is fine. However, for the Svardim, according to the Mashitas HaMachaber, not only do you need the Jew to turn on the fire, but you, that wouldn't help alone. You also, or either, need the Jew to actually cook it. He has to put the food directly on the grill. This is called Bishol Yisrael Ayyadei Yisrael. The Yisrael has to actually put the Kedera on the fire. So I always say the story. I had a friend. He used to go to Kosher Delight. And Kosher Delight used to have, you know, burgers. They used to sell, you know, the 2 $3 burgers. They had stacked up on the grill. He didn't want an old burger. So he used to go in there, and he said... I want a Bishul Yisrael the Sfardim burger. So he got himself a fresh burger. The Mashiach had to come. They put a burger on the grill for him. He always got his fresh burger. So that's how you remember that the Sfardim need that the Mashiach has to actually grill it. Okay. Let me ask you a question. You go to your local restaurant, your prime deli. You ask them for your Sfardi. I want Mashiach. I want a Bishul Yisrael uh, steak. Okay. Mashiach comes. He puts the steak on the grill. And then he leaves. So in the middle... You have the, the chef, or the, you know, the sous chef, the non-Jewish chef, is going to flip the steak. One second, when he picks it up and flips it, isn't that a problem? That the other half wasn't cooked yet, and now he's flipping it over, he's cooking it, and he's doing bishalakum on the other side. So in that discussion, again, we're not going to get to the whole halacha lemaisa. It could be mekel in that case, obviously. But part of that is that the, sec- the top half of the, of the steak was not... It wasn't fully cooked yet, but it was definitely reaching the level of Macha Bender. So unless you have a five-inch steak, so if you have a typical burger or a typical steak, it will reach the level of Macha Bender. So it was already a third cooked by the Yisrael. So even though the Nachri flipped the burger, he flipped the steak, eh, it was already a third cooked according to uh, Ravasi, the name of Yechanan. Once it's a third cooked by a Yisrael, even if a guy finishes the cooking, there's no problem. A similar application we have in, uh, in Chicago, one of the uh, restaurants microwaves potatoes for uh, instead of you know for baked potato they don't have time to sit in the to put in the oven they microwave it so the question is do you need the mashkiach every single time to microwave the potato so what someone did a couple years ago they had a great idea that they typically sell just a few potatoes a day so the mashkiach would come in the morning and microwave a bunch of potatoes for a couple minutes, so it's already soft, macha bender, so it's not fully, fully uh, baked, so the guy could do it later on, the nakri, the chef, could actually do it later on, he doesn't have to call the mashiach every time he wants to make this uh, baked potato, because he already had half-cooked or third-cooked potatoes sitting on the counter, so just just the application of this halacha, but it's the same you say, that once it's a third-cooked, there's already a, a level in halacha that it's already called uh, bishul to some level. Some Yishonim learn that when it comes to Hilcha Shabbos, if you take something that's already a third cooked and you cook it further on Shabbos, there's no Isra Daraisa. We do not pass like that. We pass that no, there is Bishol Daraisa. If you took a raw, a rear piece of meat 
and the inside is not cooked yet, even if it's a third cooked, halachas, there will still be bishul. However, there's no concern of shahia, and by bishulakam, there's no isr bishulakam, so uh, th- that's a difference in halacha. One more, one more uh, piece over here. Tani chenani oimer, kolshu kemacha ben dusai, anything that's macha ben dusai, mutter lahashay, so you got once it's a third cooked, you let it do shahia Friday afternoon, vafa pishi and grufa, there's no blech, there's none of the innovations we're going to discuss of blechs and. Uh, and, you know, uh, flipped over pans, all those things, you don't have that still, it's mutter to do shihia once it's a third cooked. Next, the Mishnah said, you can't put bread on the, in the oven until, unless it already got somewhat crispy before Shabbos, we call it karmu paneha. So, that was the Tanakhama. Rabbi Lezer said, it has to be sheyikram hatachtain shalom. The bottom had to become karam, had to be uh, already baked. So Yibaylahu, Tachtoin Heich Degabitaner, doesn't mean the bottom that's touching the wall of the oven. Again, we're talking about the pitas. So you had uh, they slapped the dough on the side of the on the side of the oven. So is that the tachtoin, the part that's uh, that's flat against the wall? Or Tachtoin Heich Degabior, or the one that's the one that's facing the fire. So the, the external one, that's the one that's facing the fire. If that's already Karmu panav, that's already considered baked, and I can leave it there, you know, for Shabbos. So that's probably earlier because it's facing the fire. The fire is the source of the heat. So the dough that's facing the fire is going to get baked before the dough that's slapped on the side of the oven. Today would probably be the opposite. Your walls of the oven are probably hotter than the, uh, the temperature, the in- internal temperature. I'm not sure. Okay, next, tashma. So that's the shaila. Is it? Which, which side of the pita is it? Is it the one that's facing the wall, the one that's facing the fire? That it has to be that the tahtoi means that what's flat on the surface of the, wall, of the wall of the oven, that is what needs to be baked. Next, the Mishnah said, You'll have to lower down the carbon Pesach, this lamb, into your oven right before Shabbos. The Mishnah says, My time, I, why, we're not afraid of Shem Yechata Begachal. You get nervous, you already finished the Haggadah, and your lamb is not roasted yet, and you're going to start uh, stoking the coals. So the Gemara says, Mishum, now again, this is Shabbos. On Yantif, you could stoke the coals. You'll have to cook on Yantif. So the Gemara says, My time, Mishum de Benecha Bura's reason here, and there's many people there. Typically, you wouldn't eat a lamb. By yourself, I don't know what they would do this year, but uh, you're not allowed to eat. You don't, you're not going to eat the lamb yourself. You can't leave over meat. Part of that was that people should eat bechabura. That's how the uh, the seder is typically held. I understand this year is not going to happen, but since you have other people around, so we had this concept before of a shomer. You have a shomer there. You have people around. You're not going to make a mistake. You're about to stoke the coals. Your, your son, your brother, your, your grandpa is going to tell you what are you doing? It's Shabbos. So. We have people there, B'nei Chaburah's reason him, and therefore nothing will happen. So the says, but if not for the fact that there was a Chaburah, let's say a person was eating the lamb by himself, he's going to go for the entire lamb, and he doesn't have anyone with him by the Seder. Of Amar Ma'ar, we just said yesterday's daf, at the end of yesterday's daf, uh, two days ago actually, Gadio ben Shrik, ben loy Shrik Shabridami. When it comes to uh, goat, goat meat, even if it's a uh, even if the oven is not sealed, we said a person is not going to open or stoke the coals when it comes to goat meat because goat meat gets ruined by the air. So when it comes to the Karim Pesach, it's goat meat. Isn't that also going to get ruined by the wind that comes in? So the Gemara says, Hasa minta, minta. When it comes to the goat meat, we're talking about lamb chops or lamb meat. That's talking about a lamb chop where it's one piece. So if you open up the ear, the, the, you open up the, the grill, 
the ear is going to ruin it. However, here we're talking about a whole lamb. We're not concerned that the ear is going to ruin the lamb chops, the, the, the carbon Pesach. Okay, next part of the Mishnah. It says, Umachizin es ha'or. In the Beis HaMoyked, this is one of the uh, rooms in the Beis HaMikdosh, they would have a fire lit the whole time, and you would, you would allow, you'd, you'd be allowed to relight it Friday afternoon, even if it doesn't, uh, even if the entire furnace is not caught with fire, you're still allowed to do it. How do I know that you're allowed to light this fire? We're not worried about... Uh, we're not worried about you might stoke the coals, you might stoke the wood. And the Pasuk says, So where you live, you're allowed to have fire lit in the Medura's Beis If you're learning a drush from this Pasuk, that is only talking about where people live, but not in the Beis HaMikdash. So maybe in the Beis HaMikdash, they can light candles on, on Shabbos. It says, Bechol Moshvay Seichem. So, Elam Ramchista, no. Kra ki asa, what's the Pasik telling me? Lemishri Evarim Uftarim Huda Asa. Let's say the burning of the fats and limbs. So, that was Tsarach Gavaya. That was needed for Akadish Baruch to burn the fats and limbs. And if they did not do this Friday afternoon, Halach is they were able to burn it on Shabbos. That's learned out from Loisivaru Esh Bechol Moshvay Seichem. But to tell me I can light on Shabbos, that, that, that's not happening. So that's what Chista saying. So don't bring me a riot from Moisavara Ish Bahomash Vesechem. So now you're back to the original question. Why am I allowed to light the candles, the, the furnace in the base Hamikade before Shabbos? Why am I not concerned that people are going to stoke the coals or you know mess around with the fire? So the Gemara says, Vikahanam, a famous line in Shas, Vikahanam's reason name. Kahanamarzaras, they they are attuned to the details of halacha. They're not going to mess up. They know that they're not allowed to touch the fire. On Shabbos. Okay, then, then the Mishnah contrasted between the Beis HaMoyke, the Beis HaMikdosh, and the Gevulin, and the uh, outside of the Beis HaMikdosh. So the says about Gevulin, outside of the Beis HaMikdosh, Kedesh Techais, you have to have most of the fire, had to t- had to be, most of the furnace had to had taken hold, the fire had to have taken hold of most of the furnace. Roiv. Kedesh Techais or Baruban. My Ruban, what is Roiv? Roiv of what? So Amarav, Roiv Kol Echad V'Echad. Roiv of every single piece of wood. So let's say you had a bunch of pieces of wood in your fireplace. You had to have most of these wood, most of these pieces had to be lit before Shabbos. Shmuel Amar Shmuel says, Kedesh L'Yoyimru Havi Eitzim V'Naniach Tatan. It has to be enough uh, has to be ignited enough that you're not going to say, oh, bring more wood. We need more wood to put underneath this wood. You know, like your typical, you know, uh, Arab Pesach burning or your yeshivish, uh, you know, bonfire where you think you have a fire and they say, okay, we need, we need more wood. So as long as you're not at that level, it's, it's lit better than that. There's no problem. You're allowed to have that on Shabbos. Tony Rav he brought a, a, a riot to, to Shmuel. It says in the Pasuk, what does that mean? That the fire in the Beis HaMikdash should always be lit on its own. You don't have to bring in the lighter fluid to, to get it to light. So you have, if you have a good enough fire that we know it's going to, you have your match light, you know, charcoal, it's going to be good. You don't have to start with the lighter fluid and bringing more wood. So that's how I know that I'm confident in this fire. And 
I, once it's lit before Shabbos, there's no concern. You're going to be busy adding fluid, busy moving around the charcoal. We're good. So that's why there's no concern on Shabbos. Next. How does that fit in the Mishnah with the, with the word Ruben? It says Ruben, and according to Shmuel, it's not, it's not Ruben. Right. According to Rav, it's, it's Rav, but according to Shmuel, there's no Indian of Rav at all. It's a, it's a great question. So you have to say Shmuel, Shmuel is saying Lav Davka Rav. I'm not t- it's, not, it's not statistics here. I don't need 50%. Rav means that I know that it's, a, it's already taken. It's already taken. A, yeah. But it's, good, it's a very good question. It's a very good question. According to Shmuel, it doesn't fit with the Gemara. But it doesn't fit with the Mishnah. It's, a, it's an awesome question. Okay, next. Next example. Eight Sechidi. What if I have a, a lone piece of wood? So now you can't tell me most. You can't tell me don't bring other wood. What does it mean? So Rav Amar, Rav Avya. As long as you have Rav of the thickness of the wood, so then that's enough to be confident that you're not going to mess around with it on Shabbos. Va'amilan, some say, it means the roiv of the circumference around the wood, but not you don't have the fire doesn't have to actually get inside the the thickness of the wood. Amra, Papa We need both. We need it to go around the entire circumference and already get into the thickness of the wood. So says Kitanai. This is a similar machlekes in the Tanam. Amar that when you're when you're lighting one piece of wood, it has to be that the wood is destroyed enough that a someone who's a woodworker, an uman, would not be able to use it. He's going to say, "Okay, this is a useless piece of wood." That's how much has to be already, uh, you know, on fire. That two sides of the wood have to already be on fire. There's no riot to this. There's a zecher in the pasuk You see the two sides. Have been consumed by the fire. Next. Now, once we bring Pesukim, we're going to bring Darshan another Pasuk. This Pasuk is referring to when Yayakum burnt Echa. So Echa was written prior to the destruction of the uh, first base of Mikdash, written by Yermia. It was a Navua on what was going to happen. And he gave he gave this uh, Megillah to Yayakum and he burnt it. We Discussed this in Kinnis on Tishabav. So it says, ares. So he threw away, he burnt the ach. My ach. Amarav. Ach achvana. This is a uh, a uh, a rava, like a like a, a myrtle branch. It was wood that was that was uh, that was lit, like a brotherhood, but you have a small stick lighting the bigger stick. So that's the the ha'ach lefun of mivayeres. So we're just darshning. It's a drush that is discussing uh, how things are 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 take how fire burns. It's from a ach from a brother. So you see that there's a concept of eitzim uh, getting burnt. Hahu darmalehu, man boy achvana. Who wants to buy achvana? Someone wants to buy achvana and nishtakach aravta. That he was talking about the aravos. So another raya. That Aravos is this uh, this Achvena is Aravos. Amrav Huna, Kanim ain't Srichem Rav. Let's say you're lighting reeds on Friday afternoon. So then in that case, you do not need to have Rav of the reeds being caught on fire. But Agadon, let's say you tie them together, Srichem Rav. Then you need to have most of it having, uh, you know, been on fire. Garinin, if you're doing seeds, ain't Srichem Rav. You don't need most of the seeds 
to be lit, but in son of you put it into kalim, you put it into buckets, tzrich and rive, then you need rive. And the Gemara has the obvious question, mask of law, rab chista, adarabah, just the opposite, ibcham astavra, konim, when you just have reeds and it's not bundled together, mibadran, they're separate, so then I would need rive. However, I got them, but if it's all tied together, all connected, so as long as you lit one side or one reed, you would assume all the reeds that are in the same bundle are going to get consumed. So Kanam Mibadron, I got the lemon badron. Gary the same thing. Mibadron, if you have a bunch of seeds, they're all spread out. So why would I assume that it's all going to to to, to get on fire? But Nisana Bakhaisla is you put it into a container, a box. So lemon badron, it's not separate. So once I lit the box, the entire thing is going to get lit. So therefore Rafhista said the opposite. It manami. We have a similar discussion. Amraf Kahana, Kanim, when it comes to reeds, Sha'agadan, Tzrichen Rav. You need Rav. However, Lo'agadan, Eina Tzrichen Rav. You don't need uh, Rav because it's, it's going to, even though it's separate, the way it works is that for some reason, when it's separate, they're just the, 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 can't, the fire is going to spread. Karinim, let's say you have these seeds, Tzrichen Rav, but in the son of the you put it into Chayzlois, Ein Tzrichen Rav, but you do not need Rav. I'm sorry, this is, this, this is the way that um, Rav Chista argued, and he's saying that when it comes to the separate ones, you need rife. So, so, uh, so when, it, when the son of a chaisal, but you take these seeds and you put it into the chaisalis, you put it into the buckets, ain't and rive, you don't need rive because it's very easy for them to, to, uh, to go on fire. Okay, next. Tony Rav Yosef. Arba Maduris in Srikhan Rai. There are four types of fires, four fuels that you do not need to rive. Let's say you have a, uh, a furnace from these. This is you're using these as your firewood. You do not need rive. Shal Zephes, you have tar. Vishal uh, Gafris, you have sulfur. Vishal Gvina, you have cheese. So it's a discussion what exactly this cheese is. Some learn it means wax. Um, maybe American cheese. I don't know. Gvina. Vishal Ravav. Or uh, a grease, all these things you do not need. Rive. We're going to assume that they will, the fire will spread, and there's nothing to be concerned about. The masnisa tana we learned in the mishnah af shel kash v'shel gavava that there, there are <clears throat> there's two more things here. There's kash, there's straw, and gavava is some type of uh, uh, other type of straw that you do not need to uh, have most of it lit prior to Shabbos. Next, the, the wood of Bavel do not need rive because they're good wood and they will ignite. You could probably say the same thing if someone buys firewood that's supposed to light well, so you don't need rive. Or, you know, good charcoal, good firewood, you, do, you will not need rive prior to Shabbos. What exactly is the Kavana? You're talking about regular wood. Sahashta. Now that we know, Psila, when it comes to a wick, when you're lighting a wick, you have to make sure you lit rive of when, what came out of what comes out of the candle. So, so of course, when you're lighting wood, which is not any better than a wick, a standard wick should be able to light well, and still we said you need to light rive. So, we're talking about a, uh, a, a tree of this, of this eras, of a cedar tree, which is dry and thin, and it's even better than the, uh, the, the wick, and there will be no concern as long as you lit it 
you are good to go. You don't have to light right. Rami bar Abba Amar Zaza. We're talking about a dry branch of, of a tree, and the same thing. You would not need to light right. So one could argue the same thing should apply to our candles. You put a little uh, fire on it, and you know it's going to get uh, take take uh, take hold of the fire. Okay. Hajj Nolach excuse Shabbos as we finish the first parak of Shabbos. So the second parak is a is a famous parak. If you daven nusach as you say uh, by Mehmed Likin every Friday night, it's a good question why many nusach svard, uh, many of the uh, people that daven nusach svard do not say it. So maybe we'll discuss that at a different time. Okay, so just a little hakdama. But Mehmed Likin goes through many of the halachas of halachas neighbor Shabbos. We're going to get into Hanukkah at the end of tomorrow's daf. That's that's Hanukkah daven. My Hanukkah, the, the just the, the only place really in Shas where it discusses Hanukkah. That's really on you know Shabbos daf chafalif daf chafbeis. So there's a, a mitzvah of lighting halakas near Shabbos, mitzvah de Rabbanon. There's two, maybe three reasons why we do this. One of them is Mishum Kavit Shabbos, and then it's Kavit Shabbos to have candles lit by the table or lights by the table. One of them is Mishum Oynik Shabbos, that you'll have more enjoyment on Shabbos when your, when your table has, has candles, when your house is lit with candles. And a third concept, which is probably uh, tied into the Oynik, is Mishum Shalom bias That if a person would not have candles lit, so then they'd be tripping on Shabbos, they'd start arguing with their spouse, you know, why is this drawer open? You know, where's this? Where's my shoes? So therefore, Mishum covered Shabbos, another reason to have candles lit on Shabbos. So now we're going to get into some of the candles that you could or can't use on, on Shabbos. The main concern, Rashi says right away, is a similar discussion to what we just left off. We just left off that a person should not light uh, you should not read La'ar Haner. You shouldn't read La'ar Haner. Why? Shemayate. Maybe you're going to tilt the oil because you can't see your safer, you can't see your book when you're reading from this candle. So these candles, these uh, you know, fuels will have this issue. Either you're going to be Yate or you're going to be Yechate. You're going to do something on Shabbos that's Asr because it's not a good... It's not, it's not a good candle. So let's see. You cannot use lechesh. The Gemara is going to explain each one. And now with this Eureka that's on top of the water. So we're going to see each one in the Gemara. Zephes is your tar, your pitch. We're going to see what Shem and Kik is and not with Shem and Sreifa. Also, the Gemara is going to explain that later on. Not the tail, the fat of the tail. Not the, uh, the fat, not of the tail, but the fat of the animal. Your beef tallow. You could use chilev that was already cooked. Either it means it's still in the cooked state, or it means that once it was cooked already, it will light well. But you cannot light with, uh, with fat. So that's not that you should not light with fat. By the way, fat was a, a typical uh, uh, was typically used for candles. That was a typical use for for animal fat. There are many discussions in halacha over the years. Today it's not again. Nobody uses that. We use wax candles. But there was a discussion regarding basar of wax candles, not wax, but basar of fat candles. Can a person light that? Is that called bishul? or is that called burning? So this chuva was not really tunagea you know, until recently. You know, many years ago they used these as candles, but recently it came up again. So there's a discussion regarding burning uh, garbage cans. So in, uh, in Mayasharm, so many people burn garbage cans when they protest. So there's a Shiloh. If there's milk in the garbage, 
and there's meat in the garbage, and you're burning a garbage can, aren't you over the Issa de Rice of Bishul Basa B'cholav? So I don't know if that gets people to stop doing it, but that, that discussion comes up again. Is that called Bishul? I went there put the sign on the garbage. Nobody burned it. But they probably said it is, it's Stam, it's, it's Oif Bechalov. There's no Issa de Rice of burning Oif Bechalov. So they found the Hetter. Ain Bishul Achar Bishul. They found the Hetter to burn it. Okay. <laughs> Next. Zat the Gemara. So Lechesh. What is Lechesh? Shoicha da Arza. It is the Shoicha, which is the bark of Arza. Erez is your, is your palm tree, your, your, your palm tree. Shoicha da Arza. Sefer the Gemara. Shoicha da Arza. Eitz ba'amahu. You're telling me Shecha da Arza is the case of Lechesh, but it's Eitz ba'amahu. It's a piece of wood. You can't use wood as a wick. I Meaning, if we're talking about uh, a furnace, no problem. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, You can't use that as a wick. How can you use that as Shabbos candles? El Madura. Yeah, you're making a furnace, uh, you know, in your fireplace, you use this wood. It's like Mar says, Ba'amarnisa. Imra means, uh, means wool. Amarnisa de Ispe. There's some type of wool type of uh, substance in the tree, in this bark. So that is what the Mishnah is referring to. And you still should not use that on, you know, for your, for your, for your candles. What's the reason? Because the, uh, the, these don't light well, and you're going to end up doing something wrong on Shabbos trying to fix your, uh, your Shabbos candles. Next case, you can't use chayisin. Amrav Yosef, shall pishton. You had this uh, leftover when, when, in, during the pishton process when they were making linen, so certain things would be left over. They were not fit to be used. So you had your byproducts of the pishton, so that should not be used for candles. And it sounds like the choysen, which is the strong, shall be lina iris, should be to this byproduct. Sounds like mechlad choysen lavna irisu. That sounds like choysen not iris. It's the opposite. Choysen is the good part of the linen and not the iris. So what does it mean? So what's choysen? It's flax. That was the Dayik. So you Dayik is a similar word that we had on yesterday's daf. The second step in your in your squeezing, right? You had your, your chopping, then you had your, your pressing, the Dayik. So you pressed it, you, you beat it out. Velainov fits, but you didn't do niput, you didn't comb it yet. So that's that's the type of flax. Veloy bekalach, you can't use kalach. Amar Shmuel, Shaltini Lukona Khoitsi Yama. I asked all the people that go out to see. Vaami and they told me Kulcha Shmeans. The name is Kulcha. So fine, that, that's all we know. Ravitzuk Barzira Amar Gushkara, it's some type of uh, silk. Rashi brings down that it came from some type of worm. The uh, the silk worm. So that is what uh, Gushkara is, and that's what Kalach is. Ravinva Abaya Haviyasa came to Rabbana Nachmeachu or the Reish Velusa. They were sitting in front of Rabbana Nachemia, the brother of the Reish Velusa. So Chazid Havili Lavesh Metaksa. He was wearing this silk. You know, let's call it a tie. He's wearing this tie, but it was probably not a tie. It was a jacket or something. Oh, so when the Amiram uh, would, would live life, so anything they saw reminded them of halacha. So looking at his fancy new suit, and they said, oh, that's kolach in the Mishnah in Bamem Likan. So Amalei Abaya said, no, Anan Shira Parnada Karinale. We call it, you know, this paranda uh, silk. Don't call it, you know, this uh, this kalach. Meaning, like it was maybe he was embarrassed or it was an insult to call it this kalach. 
So the Gemara says, We have a Brysa that says that when it comes to Shiram, silk and Vihakalach, so it sounds like silk and Kalach are two different things, they're also Chayav and Tzitzis. Machlekes in the Rishonim, what this means. Some learn, and this is Machlekes and Menachos, if uh, materials that are not wool, or linen, are they chayiv midaraisa or only midarabanan? Everyone agrees they're chayiv midarabanan. That cotton, let's say cotton. So people don't typically wear a silk beggar, but today it's a, it's a cotton. So is cotton tzitzis chayiv midaraisa midarabanan? So what's the difference? The difference is if you're going to buy, and you're going to your Judaica store and you're going to buy tzitzis, a beggar, what would you rather do? Would you rather wear something that's only a mitzvah derabanan or wear something that's only a mitzvah deraisa? According to the psak of the Shochanarach, and this is how the Svardim go, that only wool or linen is chayiv midaraisa, and therefore all the svarim will wear, typically will wear wool tzitzis. The Ramah paskins that this Gemara is referring to midaraisa, that silk shirayim is chayiv mitzitzis midaraisa, and therefore according to the Ramah, one is definitely yoytza, his mitzitzis by wearing cotton. So there's a famous Meshavur, Rabbi Shafaitzin says that to, you know, when it comes to tzitzis, we're going out of our way to wear it anyways. So there is an Indian, even if you're Ashkenazi, to wear wool tzitzis, but make din, especially if you're not comfortable, one is definitely not chayv to, you're not chayv to wear tzitzis at all, unless you're wearing a beggar of Tal Confines. You're definitely not chayv to wear wool tzitzis, so many Ashkenazim will wear your cotton tzitzis. Okay, so that, that's this brysa as well. So the kasha is, you're telling me that sh- that klach is, sh- is shiroyim, is silk, but here the brysa says hashiroyim, silk, v'hakalach. So obviously kalach is not the same thing. So the Gemara says, t'yufta de ravin, t'yufta, it's taka a t'yufta on ravin. So but then the Gemara says, t'aretz ibois ima, shiro lechod, v'shiro parndana lechod. There's two different types of silks, and therefore when the brysa was referring to tzitzis, it differentiated, but there are two different types of of uh, Shiraim. Fine. It's like the mission of Aitor. For Lobi Psila, Saidon, you cannot use this, the, the Psila, the wick of the Eden, Achavina. What does that mean? Achavina is a tree, the Arsul calls it a willow tree, so we're going to trust them. It means a willow tree. Ravim Vabaya have a Ka'azi Bifaksa did Tam Rurisa. They were walking in this uh, Pakta in the valley of Tamrisa, Chazin Alhani Arbasa. They saw this type of tree. Which we're calling the willow tree. This is the Eden. So Eden is Arvasa. Arvasa, if you look at it with an ayin, would be your Aravas, your willow tree. So this is what Eden is of our Mishnah. Again, so this is the same conversation. Ravin is, you know, they're walking through life and he tells Abaya, oh, this is what the Mishnah meant. And twice, Abaya says, now. Who eaten the tanas? He said, "Isn't this what we saw in our Mishnah?" So Amalei Abai said, "No, he eats ba'alma. This is just a regular tree. You can't make, you can't uh, have have a, a psil. How are you gonna make a wick out of it?" So Kalaf Ravin peeled off some of it. Va'achvile Amarnisa the beni beni, and he showed him the same woolly substance that we mentioned before with the cedar tree. There is some wool uh, type of substance that you could make a wick out of it, and that's what the Mishnah said you cannot use for uh, neighbor shadows. We have another one here of a live psila samidbar. You can't use the uh, psila of the midbar. What is that? Shavra. So that's some type of a, a high grass. Rashi says, min esav aruch, the current oisai ortia. So some type of tall grass that they would uh, braid and make it into a wick that you cannot use. The Mishnah said you can't use the yaruk, the green things that are on top of the, the mayim, mayhi. What is what is the Mishnah talking about? Ilima kumta decharitza. You're talking about this this algae, this you know this ukamta, which means very dark, 
almost black, the charitzi of the charitzim of the trenches, iparuchim iparchan. It will crumble up. You will not be able to light. Uh, you won't be able to light with it. El Amra Papa Ukamta the Arba is talking about the the Ukamta, the dark things on the Arba on the boat. So there will be some buildup, maybe moss or something along, you know, something like that on the bottom of your boat, and that you would gather together and try to make a wick out of it. So that we're saying is puzzle for Halakas Neir Shabbos. So Beryl, you have anything on your boat? I don't know if uh, nothing there. Okay. They added to the Mishnah in a Brisa, they added two things that you should not use for Halakas Neir Shabbos. One of them is Shal Tzemer, you cannot use wool, and here. The Tana Didan Hakam Artana did not add it. We could, you know, you could add another 20 seconds to your, uh, to your Kabbalah Shabbos davening. Why don't we add Seir and Tzemer? So the Tana Didan, Tzemer, Michvatz, Kavitz. Tzemer, when you light wool, michvatz kavitz, it curls up, it sh- it, it, uh, you will not be able to, to light. But seyar, and, and what about here? It burns right away. You, there's no, you can't make candle, can't make a candle out of here, can't make a wick out of here, and therefore uh, the Tana didn't feel ne- it was necessary to bring this down that, that it's possible. It's, it's so obvious. Then the Mishnah said, Zephes, you can't use Zephes, and you can't use Shaiva. So the Gemara says, Zephes, Zifta, Shaiva, Kirusa. Zephes is our tar, and Shaiva is wax. So Tana, just by the way, wax would be, uh, I'm sorry, the Gemara says this. Tana, Akam, Pasol, Psilos, Mikan, Ve'elech, Psol, Shmanim. Up until here, we're talking about Psol, Psilos, that they're not good wicks. But the, the rest of the Mishnah is talking about Shemen, which things are Pasol as Shemen. Someone says pshita, of course, that that we know exactly where to, to the friendship between shemen and psil and, and psil. Someone says shaiva shrichle. The point of this of this uh, d- differentiation was for wax. Maldatema, I would have thought to say, lepsilos nami lechaze. You can't use wax as a candle. Kamash know that from here on we're discussing oil, but wax. Is only when wax is only puzzle, shiva is a problem when it's being used as an oil. But when wax is being used as a candle, like your typical halakas neighbor's candles at your local Judaica store, that is not a problem. And that's what we do. We use wax candles with a wick inside. That's fine. I'm Rami Bar Avin. It's run up a sota de zifta. It's run is the psulta, is the leftover, the psiles of zifta, of the star, and shaiva is psulta the dovsha, the wax, they used to use beeswax, so that's the psulta the dovsha, that's the psiles of honey. So the Gemara says, who cares? Lemaynaf Kamino, what do I care where it's from? Lemekach it's all about buying and selling, it's a standard of identity, it's the same thing we have in, uh, in food production. If you want to call something ice cream, you have, the first ingredient has to be cream. If you make parv ice cream, you want to make uh, low-fat ice cream, you cannot call it ice cream, you have to call it, you know, fancy dessert, or... Uh, frozen yogurt, because there's a standard of identity when it comes to mekach or people expect something. So when people expect, when they're buying wax, they're not buying our wax candles, they're they're expecting beeswax. Okay, yashikayach. So just uh, tomorrow and Matzah Shabbos, I don't think I'm going to be able to do a live recording. I have